Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you. Wherever you are listening in this world, welcome to another session of Sunday Mornings with me, your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediating Shiro right here at our Ground Zero. And as always, I want to remind you that when we're at Ground Zero, it does not mean that we are at rock bottom. It simply means that we are on solid ground where we can gain our footage, dig in deeply, and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights so that we can soar with the eagles. So welcome to each and every one of you. Welcome to those of you joining us over in our show chat room, those of you in our call query, and of course, those of you who listen to our replay week after week. Thank you so much. You are some of our greatest supporters. 
For those of you who may be new, I'm going to jump right in and tell you how our show flows. I always start off with our greeting salutations and some shout-outs to the countries and provinces uh, and states with the highest listenership for the week prior. Uh, If there are times of silence within our program, Prayerfully, those are the times that aren't due to technical difficulties. That's when I give you the chance to digest what has been discussed up to that moment, figure out where you can apply it in your lives, and if you know someone who could benefit from our programs, please share, share away, because it is my hope to continue to touch as many people in this world as I can before my time is over. And long after I'm gone, Hopefully our programs will still be here for you to pull up and listen to. And if there's a favorite program, you can always download them and keep them so that you can listen whenever you need those words of encouragement, enlightenment, uh, motivation, and inspiration. So again, welcome to everyone today. I see some folks jumping on in our call query. Welcome to you as well. Uh, If you missed any part of the opening of the show, you will be able to listen to the replay a few moments after the show ends. I promise you that I will not keep you here very long today. Um, So before we get into our stress relief and release segment, that's the time when you need to be in the lying or seated position because your eyes are closed for our breathing exercises. So while you're all preparing for that, we're going to put on our travel music, and we're going to go around the world and give shout-outs to the countries, provinces, and states with the highest listenership for last week. Again, these are just the provinces and countries and states with the highest listenership. This no way represents all of our listeners, uh, but we'd like to... um, Give a special shout-out to those who went above and beyond for the weeks prior to. But thank you to all of you all over the world, wherever you are. Maybe next week your province or country or state will be a part of the program as well. But this week, uh, wow, we are really, really, really um, increasing. Uh, It seems like week after week. So with that said, let's get started with our shout-outs for the countries and provinces throughout the world who have really uh, shined for us. A special shout-out to the United States of America, Spain, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, Kuwait, Indonesia, Thailand, China, Russia, Italy, Brazil, Argentina, and Canada. Let me say that again. special shout-out to the United States of America, Spain, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, Kuwait, Indonesia, Thailand, China, Russia, Italy, Brazil, Argentina, and Canada. And here in the United States, the states that uh, really took over last week are New York, Maryland, Tennessee, Virginia, California, Washington State, Oregon, Arizona, Texas, Missouri, Illinois, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Again, New York, Maryland, Tennessee, Virginia, California, Washington State, Oregon, Arizona, Texas, Missouri, Illinois, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Special shout-outs to all of the states 
Uh, these were just the states that uh, had the highest listenership. Thank you all for your support throughout this world. Thank you for making the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. And this, our Sunday mornings with me, C. Maria, such a popular program throughout the world. And some of the countries and places, I want to thank you especially for welcoming me in because I must be doing something right because some of these countries don't allow everyone to be heard and supported uh, on their network. So thank you especially for welcoming us in. I am so glad that we are bringing content that is meaningful and substantive to each and every one of you. So again, this week is open chat. Hopefully you're still getting yourselves together, preparing for our time of stress, relief, and release. If you're here, of course, over on Facebook, if you're listening and you're supporting me there, send me a message to let me know that you are on board. Uh, on all the other social media sites, or our number is 202-618-2556, if you'd like to send me a message over on our main office um, number, you can do that as well. Uh, If you have a question or a comment, if you're in our call query, you can press the number one on your phone and I will bring you on air. If you're over in our show chat room or if you're on any of our players throughout the internet, uh, send us a message and we will be sure to read it for you on air and I will do my best to respond. Just keep everything respectful. And we can have a wonderful show, of course. What else do we have here for you today? Our website. Uh, Just so you know, we just ended our um, first wave of our winter and fall uh, fundraiser drive. We exceeded our expectations over on Facebook. So I want to thank you all who supported us over on Facebook We exceeded our expectations there. We look forward and we always welcome your product, service, or your monetary donation. Uh, Your donations are tax deductible to the fullest extent of current laws because Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network and all of its programs, both virtual and real world, are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated. And the foundation is an IRS-approved and recognized tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit. So your donations are tax deductible. So if you want to get in some donations before the end of this tax year, feel free to visit us on our websites, thewallfoundationinc.org. That is thewallfoundationinc.org. You can visit my website, www.cmariawall.com. Uh, that's www.cmariawall.com. You can um, fill out one of the contact forms there, and we will be sure to send you in the right direction so that you can get involved or participate or support any way that you like. Okay, so with that said, we're about to get into our Stress Relief and Release program. We want you to be in a lying or seated position so that you We'll have your eyes closed because we're about to let go of everything that we have been carrying around from the last week, month, year, several months, several years, several decades, whatever it may be. 
lying or seated positions only because this is our disclaimer. If you choose to be in a standing position, you lose your balance, you fall, you hurt yourself or others, that is on you. We have no stake in that claim whatsoever because we have told you many times that you should be in a lying or seated position for the safety of yourself and others. So, eyes closed, lying or seated position. Let's begin to let everything go. We only have a few moments here this week. I know this says that it's a two-hour show, but we don't usually stay here that long. Once we're done with all of the topics and things that people have sent me, uh, we will be ending the show. So for this time, let's get ready to let go. First and foremost, we're going to let go of all of that empty baggage we've been lugging around and carrying around and pulling around with us for far too long. So ready? Lying or seated positions, eyes closed. Let's inhale. Let's exhale. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale. Again, inhale. Now exhale. One more time with me. Inhale. Now exhale. I don't know about you, but every time I do this exercise, it feels so good to just breathe and let everything go. Just breathe. I want you to continue your breathing exercises throughout our program. This is open chat week or the week to talk about current events or whatever's on your mind. So this week, uh, there won't be too many notes you have to take because it's not really a lesson, but for my diehard students who choose to take notes, feel free to do so because there's nothing I can do to deter you or stop you anyway. So you do what you enjoy and love doing. So as I said, this week is all about open chat. What's on your mind? What have you been carrying around for far too long? You know, there's been much going on in this world lately, and we should talk about what matters so that we find some common grounds that lead to some sense of healing and happiness. You know, last week was all about those fake people, specifically in relationships, I think most things going on in the world today are to those who are dishonest and not very real with themselves or others. So join us for this upfront and very personal conversation that sheds light on so many things going on in this world. So a lot of people sent me some uh, suggestions for this week, and they wanted me to give my uh, opinions on things. And very seldom do I do this outright. But this week, of course, it's open chat, and this is probably the only time that I get um, to actually give real one-on-one personal because I usually try to stay neutral in our conversations for the most part. But um, some of these I will give some commentary on and things um, of that nature. And one of the biggest topics were the Dallas uh, uh, Caucasian female officer who shot a relative tenant in her 
apartment building who was in his own apartment. Now, there's been a lot of conflicting um, news and things, but what I do know is what I saw on the videos that have now, for the most part, are very hard to find. But several tenants, but one in particular, had put up several videos from the point where you could hear uh, someone at the door, at a door, knocking and banging on the door saying, let me in, using several expletives, um, expletives and all of that. So let me say this. Um, shortly thereafter, the door was opened and there was gunshot. Um, it showed this police officer pacing up and down the hall on her phone. Didn't look very um, upset to me. Um, and then it showed when the paramedics got there and them working on him, trying to resuscitate him and all of these things as they were taking him out. Um, I do know that it took approximately, what, 72 hours? for the police to even attempt to get a arrest warrant for this officer. So what happened in that 72 hours? Um, how was it that someone doesn't know where they live? Um, they did say that she had worked a long shift, but if your shift was that long and you had impaired judgment, number one, you should not have had a gun in your possession. Number two, you should probably should not have been driving or anything else. Um, you all know that I'm in law school, so from the legal standpoint, there have been several attorneys who said that based on the information at hand, which I'm under the um, impression that uh, it gives me very... Um, a lot of doubt about because she did have several days before they took any action whatsoever. And the story keeps changing. And um, I saw several places where they said that they had um, gotten a search warrant for the gentleman's house and they found some marijuana. So they're trying to defame the gentleman's name even after his senseless death to protect this police officer. So enough on that topic. I'm not going to get delve too deeply into that, but this stinks to high heaven in my uh, opinion. So, hey, Miss Pretty, welcome. Haven't seen you in a while. Hope all is well. Miss Pretty is one of our um, actually, I could say lifelong supporters and members. Um, she's over in our show chat room. Welcome, sis. Thank you so much for being here today. This is going to be an abbreviated show. We're going to go down some topics that people have um, sent to me that they wanted to speak about. Um, so we're going to go down this list really quickly for our open chat session, just the session where people get to ask questions or talk about things on their mind, and um, I'll respond to them. So the next topic up is the Serena Williams tennis issue with her and the young lady who is Japanese slash Haitian. Now that she's a winner, she's 100% Japanese. Um, again, uh, this goes not, you know, a lot of people got into an argument about that on social media because they were like, well, she forgot her Haitian part. But it's not about the young lady. It's about society and how society responds to things. Had she lost the match, I'm pretty sure that we would have known that she was part Haitian all over the place. But because she's a winner and a big winner in such a huge way, she's Japanese. Um, this is the way that society puts stigmas and categorize, categories on um, our ethnicities and when it suits the powers that be or society's uh, 
when it suits their agenda, the, of course, the most popular or the dominant or however you want to perceive it. Uh, race will win out. Had she lost, I'm pretty sure we would have been more than um, informed that she was part Haitian. Um, So I'm just going to leave it at that. And then from what I understand, uh, to bring up, if you have some age to you, you remember the days of John McEnroe and other players who have said much, much worse. Serena was respectful and everything. And now for these these judges to come here and say, oh, they're so afraid of the the black woman and they're so afraid they don't want to work. They don't want to be the next person. If you're that afraid, then you need to turn in your jackets and leave the profession because if that's all that it took was for a female player to tell you how she felt to make you so afraid then you are in the wrong profession just as I wrote this morning just like these officers that keep killing people and then they say they were in fear of their lives do you all know from a legal standpoint that is one of the biggest vices that they have in the law is that police can say that they were in fear for their lives and that gives if they know that they were in alleged imminent harm, they have the right to use deadly force, period. No questions about it. Here in the United States, we have such a screwed up legal system, such a screwed up legal system. It pays to learn the law for yourselves. I'm not saying everyone is cut out for law school because Lord knows everyone is not. But When you're in a specific situation, you can contact people such as myself, mediators, advocates, people who are out there that can help you, advocates especially. In that particular scenario, I would be working with you as an advocate to help you look up the rules and regulations that can help you. I'm not an attorney, have no intentions of being an attorney. Lord willing, in the end, I will be what's called a JD, which is a Juris Doctor. We are people who are not ESQs or attorneys. We are the people who chose not to take the bar. We're doing all the other jobs except being attorney because the only thing that separates us from an attorney is the fact that attorneys have to take the bar and pass in order for them to say that they are attorneys or lawyers or whatever names you want to give to them. I had no intentions of becoming a lawyer, been a paralegal for years, been an advocate for years, and been a mediator for years. My hope is to move up um, in the end to some type of arbitration, or I may just stay where I am um, because then I have even more credentials outside of the credentials that I already possess. Um, So again, uh, that's enough on the Serena Williams issue there. Um, there is a double standard for men and women. And one thing that I saw this morning, uh, I am going to try to verify that, was that John McEnroe stood up and said, heck, he said a lot worse, and they didn't do any of that to him. But again, tennis is a place where they have a double standard, where the men when they get this wonderful, huge trophy, the women when they get a plate. They get a, you know, it's it's interesting how things are very different and how these males, to me, men should be, they're judging men, women should judge women's matches. End of discussion. Maybe we do need to separate some things because it's evident that if men get this emotional when someone challenges their decision, then maybe they should not be working with um, members of the opposite sex if they make them that emotional. So we're going to move on from there. 
Another thing, and I usually don't get into politics, but one thing that um, people did write to me about was the fact that um, so many people don't like the fact that uh, the powers that be here in Washington, D.C. are arguing with Puerto Rico over the death toll numbers. Um, I think that it's very insensitive, but then again, I don't think anything dealing with any type of sense exists in Washington at this day and time, period, um, to fight over the numbers. People died. And I'm pretty sure that they would know and have names and places and all the information on the deceased. So to argue over it and then to blame the opposing party saying that they made up the numbers to make someone look bad, no one has to do anything. When people are operating in such a poor manner and such disarray, no one has to do anything but sit back and watch them destroy themselves. But because the powers in the um, White House now have permeated and promoted um, segregation and racism and bigotry and all of that. That's what keeps the powers in office is the fact that so many people are feeding off of their right to show who they really are now. That's the key point that no one seems to be addressing is that all of these things going on are stemming from the leadership and how they are telling everyone that it's okay to be hateful. It's okay to kill people because you're going to get away with it. It's okay to do so many things to harm and hurt people who don't look like the privileged in this country and beyond. And other countries are following suit. If the U.S. can do it, hey, we can do it too. And so many people are following suit here. I probably couldn't go anywhere right about now because of my darker hue and the fact that um, they view me as this and that. They don't know that my heritage may prove that we were freemen, we were never slaves. They don't know that my heritage proves that I have Native American blood who was on this land long before they got here. They don't know any of that. They don't know anything about who I am. All they know is that, hey, here's an African-American. She's the scum of the earth. I'm going to attack this person. I'm going to try to follow them on dark roads in the morning. I'm going to try to intimidate them because I can, and I know that I'm going to get away with it. These are the types of mindsets out here now because the powers that be have told some people that it's okay to hate and harm because 10 to 1, you're going to get away with it in this country. But as I've said before, for every action, there's an equal or greater reaction. When the people get tired, and history has proven this time and time again, that when the people get tired, they will push back. And it's not going to be pretty for the simple reason that we are not our ancestors anymore. We're educated. We're more prepared. We are here not going anywhere. So I need you all to understand that this has the potential to get to be extremely, extremely violent and volatile. So, you know, we want to pray and hope and and keep everyone educated and prepared and vigilant. That's what I would say about that. So teach your children how to be prepared and vigilant. Tell them when to walk away from situations. Tell them when to move along. There's nothing there that they have to see. And then locally, um, during a funeral for a a, um, young man, an 18-year-old young man, some people showed up at the funeral and started shooting the place up. 
the two um, victims who were shot are now deceased. One just passed, I think, a day or two ago. The other passed right there in the cemetery, um, right there near uh, the brother's grave. Uh, One was the older brother of the young man who was killed. And we need to understand something. This type of violence has to stop. And so many people want to say that our lives matter and this lives matter. But one thing that we aren't doing is showing how much our lives matter. It's okay. The message that's being sent is that it's okay for us to kill each other. You just can't kill us. And somehow, in some small minds with very big mouths and large guns, they feel as though that's a justification. So we need to do better across the board as a people. And how mighty we would be if we come together in this country. We could be the might of the world, literally. Some people were under the impression that we were before, but under the current administration, we're just like the laughing stocks. You know, when the major circus left town for the last time, it was replaced with a whole bunch of new clowns. So we're in the middle of a different type of circus now. So again, um, you know, and, and, and just so it, this isn't a black or white issue, because just today um, I looked up the um, Oregon Stripper who went on a rant rant against an Asian woman, um, telling her to go back to her country and all types of things. And needless to say, people trolled her terribly because whenever these people do this and it gets on social media, if they think that people won't give their names, they went as far as to even put her address out there. And she's so afraid now because she's getting death threats and all types of threats and all of this and that. And I love it when people get caught up in this from the Charlotte, Charlottesville, um, that, that racist rant that they did last year. And when people got on television, started losing their jobs. And I was, I'm not really racist with the tears. And yes, you are. You're just crying because you've lost your job. You've lost your income for now. And I'm pretty sure all of these people have been picked up someplace else and are working and doing just fine, or many of them are. But then you want to say that you're not a racist. Then what are you? Nobody there. They weren't at your front door and pulled you out the house and gave you a torch and told you to be hateful. No one was there to force you to be um, nasty to another human being, to be disrespectful, to be hateful, to harm someone. Nobody was there to do that. These people made conscious decisions to do that. So me personally, I don't feel anything for them. I don't feel anything for the people who look like me who make stupid comments and attack people for no particular reason. I don't feel anything for them. I am not the little scared little girl that I was many, many years ago. I'm not that person. I won't tolerate. The older I get, it seems like the less that I tolerate. So that's what's going on here today. The less that I'm tolerating, but this young woman is scared, and this is that, oh, she didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. Of course you didn't, dear. Well, you know, it's something called facing the ramifications of your actions. And this is what you caused. So this is the type of thing that um, is going to happen to you in this world. I have not experienced this totally. I've experienced more uh, harm and name-calling and things from people who look like me opposed to people who uh, do not. Um, I have been um, given the worst deals and dealt with the worst people who look like me 
as opposed to those who do not. Is that saying that I'm some type of attorney? Oh, no, because every day I'm reminded who I am. Every day I walk out my door. Every day I go to work, I'm reminded that I am different from other people. The difference is that I'm a commodity, and these people want to use me to their benefit, but they don't want to compensate me properly. They don't want to do this and that. The thing is, and, and let's talk about taking the kneel, because, you know, that's been an issue. All it took was for the powers that be to say, they taking that kneel, they disrespecting our flag. What does the flag have to do with, with injustice? The flag was supposed to stand for justice, not injustice. Then they tried to make it about the veterans. They're, doing it, they're, they're disrespecting the veterans. What type of small minds continually buy into these types of rants without any proof whatsoever? That taking of a kneel that Colin Kaepernick did was to protest the injustice, the shooting of unarmed individuals, individuals where had they been of a different race or color, they would not be dead right here, right now, today. That is what it's about, period, the end. Anybody who thinks otherwise, you're using that as a mask to cover your hatred of people who don't look like you in this world. You're using that to mask your own personal hatred. Stop it. Again, we are not our ancestors. We are not buying into the BS. We are not buying into the mess. We refuse to do this. For every action is an equal or greater reaction. You know, when when Nike decided to do that, people... We are aware. Some of us were brains. We are aware. Nike doesn't care for us. They could care one way or the other. Nike is a company trying to make a profit, and they did the best, absolutely best marketing campaign out there. I read that they have, we have a paper. It's called the Wall Foundation Daily. It's an e-paper. You can find it on, um, sometimes I post it on social media, but you can find it over on Twitter on our account. If you look up wall underscore foundation, you can follow us there and, of course, get our paper every single day. Nike has reported the highest profits in history, I believe, because of that campaign. And guess what, people? For every single time, you all do something crazy because now they say that white supremacists are telling people that New Balance is the new shoe. Whether this is true or not, no disrespect to New Balance, but they put your name out there. They put your name out there and said that you're the new shoe of white America, white people. So guess what? Anybody with some sense went out and got some stock in the makers of New Balance. So every time you do something hateful and they can't live without putting it out there in public, people are smart enough to take that information and then buy the stock in those companies to help to make guess who richer. So you keep on spreading your hatred, and guess what you're doing? You're putting money in the very pockets of some of the smart people who don't look like you that you were trying to harm. So you keep on doing that. Keep on doing it every single time. Thank you so much. Because guess how many people went out and got Nike stock who are now sitting a little bit prettier because of your hatred. You spent hundreds of dollars on these sneakers and products, and then there was another where a car manufacturer had decided to jump on board. I want to see how many of you are going to blow up your cars. Go ahead and do it. 
you know, you're the ones that are tearing up things that you spent your hard-earned money for because they have someone who took a knee to injustice. I choose to stand up against injustice, okay, because at my age, if I get down there and I haven't worked out fully in a while or enough, I might get down there and not be able to get up. But if I could take a knee, I would take a knee. But I choose to stand up and fight it head on. That's why I went to law school, so that I will be more um, apt to be able to represent myself and to help others to get the information that they need so that when they pick an attorney and go to it, they won't be in the presence of an attorney who will try to get over on them. I have had racist attorneys, and I got rid of them. But so many of you, you don't know what to do after the fact. But let me tell you something. You just stick with people who aren't doing right by you. You don't know if your attorneys are doing right by you if you do not know what to expect. That is why I come in as your consultant, as your advocate, to help you prepare, to talk to your attorneys and to go before the judges and to hopefully win these cases. And if you don't know what the appeal process is. These are the types of things, and to know when you need to fire a bad attorney. Yes, that's why I went to law school. I never wanted to be one. I always liked the, the idea of being a paralegal, but I never wanted to be an attorney because I don't like 99.9999999999999 to infinity attorneys. I don't like them because they're not about us. They could care less about us. They're all about the dollars and cents. They don't care about anything else. And then there are some that the minute that they see your face, they're not going to put their best foot forward for you anyway. Not all attorneys are bad. Let me say that again. Not all attorneys are bad. One more time. Not all attorneys are bad. Again, not all attorneys are bad. But there are a lot of them out there that are about the dollars and cents that could care less about you or your case. There's some well-known ones that I tried to go for that pretty much spurned me. They just didn't feel like taking on a case with a federal agency because that takes too much time and this and that. Don't buy the hype of commercials, people. Do your homework. Look these people up. Go to the ABA sites. Look and see how many of their attorneys have been, had um, certain cases against them. See how many times they've been sanctioned. See how many times they've gotten in trouble for not doing their jobs. Look up some of these things. Commercial people like used car salesmen. When you see all of these people who are always telling you, you want to come to us, get to us, blah, blah, blah. They're like used car salesmen to me. We, a group of us here, we got together to try to get a group deal to get our roofs done in my neighborhood. And um, some people, they just, it was interesting. Their presentations were interesting. Um, there were some that had the best prices, but they were giving us a um, lower grade of shingle. Um, and then you have, you always have that one neighbor or someone who's going to be the, the, the holdout or the back out or the person that disappears when it comes time to make a decision to put up some money. They disappear. We had that situation. So that knocked out one company. One company, I was just done because the person seemed okay enough at first, but the presentation, they made questionable comments. And then when, um, I said that, you know, I let them know that they were the higher price ones and I'd probably be going with them. They wrote back and said something that was very sexist and borderline racist, and I knew that I would not be doing business with them. And I told everyone, I said, this person is definitely out. 
And another company, they said, well, you know, we have to talk to everybody individually. We have to do this and that. And I said, well, the whole group has said, I told you that this was a group deal and it's one voice so that we're not all on different pages. You can give them their individual estimates and things, but we want you to come out on one day so we can get this done and see if you can offer. Well, then they went back and she came back and said, Uh, My boss told me to tell you that we're not like every other company. I said, I'm not like every other customer. Goodbye. Click, click. Then we got to a company who's been doing roofing for um, over 80 years. And they're not somebody where you just heard about them through word of mouth. Um, They won the contract. We're waiting for everyone, one's family, to get their insurance together, another one to get her financing together. Me, I'm I'm paying out of pocket, so as soon as my neighbor um, is ready, then we will start ours, and then the neighbors on the other side can start theirs. But it was four of us, and um, we're at that point now where we're just waiting to get um, it together and get on the books. But we can't get the deals unless we're working together. Um, and this, in this day and age, yes, I really do want to um, get this done because if not this year, it'll definitely have to be done next year. And if we don't do it as a group, the price goes up tremendously. So, again, um, and I mean the price differences were as far as, say, like $1,100. So things like this you all need to know about how to get deals and how to help save some money in your pockets. Maybe we'll do a show on that. We'll get some financial advisors on here. I'll get my cousin on here who is a tax attorney to tell you all all about things um, of that nature that we need to uh, really take care of. Um, I'm a researcher, I'm a learner, so I know how to save money, keep money. Um, The Baltimore Gas and Electric Company, they have tried for years. They thought that because I wasn't using enough gas and electric, there's only one thing that was gas in my whole house because when I had this house built, I wanted it to be electric because that was the way to go back then almost 25, 30 years ago, 26 years ago I think it is now. So um, when uh, the I stopped going downstairs and I didn't turn on my fireplace, which is um, gas, and I decided that why keep heating up an entire house when I'm pretty much in one room, one section of the house. Um, what I did was um, this year I finally got my portable um, my portable indoor air conditioner and a heater and dehumidifier. It's a three-in-one, um, pretty nice, sizable unit, um, almost maybe four and a half feet tall or so. Um, but, you know, it heats and it cools just fine in the area that I'm in. So why would I want to um, heat the entire house? And um, so, okay, finally after going back and forth and with the Better Business Bureau and everyone else, BGE finally decided to, they, they tried to go back years and charge me for gas that I never used. I'm like, nothing is on the gas meter. was still sitting at zero. Um, they continue. And I told this story some, several times that BG&E would keep coming out and they would um, take my, um, replace my meters because they thought that I was doing something wrong. And finally, I got to work. And I said, why do you all keep replacing my meters? And he said, um, he said, well, compared to your neighbors, they use hundreds of dollars every month, and you're using nowhere near that. So they think somehow that you're probably cheating. Oh, okay. So out of the blue this year, it started all over again, and they actually charged me hundreds and hundreds of dollars 
for gas I never used. I went to the Better Business Bureau, and they said, oh, we made a mistake, and blah, blah, blah. And the next thing, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, came home, and I noticed that my gas meter was missing. And I wrote to BG&E, and I said, you know, what's going on? Do I need to call the police? And they said, oh, we removed it for security purposes. Now, that meter's been sitting there for years on zero, for years. But again, they still think that something's going on in every so many weeks or so. Here comes BGE to go over and look at my electric meter. Um, and I don't know why they keep doing this. So my, my electric bill was $39 this month. It was just $39 because I'm in one room of the house usually. I stop using the bigger televisions. I use a smaller TV. Um, in the summertime, I usually turn off my water heater. Because the water will stay warm. Did you know the water will stay warm for days? It is a pressurized tank. If you turn off the water heater alone, you can save money on your bill. Did you all know that? So there's ways that we'll probably bring on some experts to let you know how you can save money um, on several things and stop taking, letting these big businesses bleed you dry when you just don't have the money to do it. Um, I'm not going to touch base on churches today. Um, that's a show for an entirely another day. Um, so we're not going to touch base on that too much. But, yes, I do believe that um, churches have become big business in many cases, not all, but many. And, um, the, you know, if the pastor's living in a mini mansion or mansion and he's driving all these fancy cars and his people are struggling and then you want to get up there in the pulpit and say, I need everybody to commit to a 1000 or $2,000 so I can buy me a new jet or a new Bentley or Rolls Royce or whatever it is, there's a problem. If you can't afford that on a salary going to work every day and then doing your pastoral duties when that time comes and, and you want me to pay for it and I'm living from paycheck to paycheck, absolutely not. Not going to happen. That's not the type of place that I want to be in. And I'm not here to support a pastor to get a new jet um, car or help pay his mortgage when my house is in foreclosure. So, no, not going to happen. That's just my personal take. Today is open chat. That's what it's all about. So, again, because we have so many people here who sent so many suggestions, um, that's why I don't want to um, get into that too deeply because, again, that's politics and religion, and that's something that I really, really, really don't want to um, – delve into too much because that's up to every person's um, perception and I really don't have um, a reason to throw my personal opinions into my professional life per se. Um, but the day today is open chat and to a degree many things um, get to go. Um, are allowed today within reason and respect. So, again, so, you know, it was um, some of the other topics, world news, that some of you, for the beer lovers and you, <laughs> uh, the BBC had reported that researchers, they, they say that they have found the world's oldest brewery with residue of 13,000-year-old beer in a prehistoric cave near Haifa in uh, Israel. The discovery was made while they were studying a burial ground. 
So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd love to see how they're going to reproduce that and see what the flavor of that would be. Um, let's see, I'm reading from our daily paper that we put out, the foundation puts out. Again, if you want to know about any of these things, um, go to one of our websites, thewallfoundationinc.org, or my website, www.cmariawall.com, and you'll be able to get more information on all of these things. Uh, our number, of course, is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. Um, again, if you, did you all see the story of the mom who shared the um, post? She was at a um, football game, and there was a little boy who walked up to a stranger at a game, and she picked him up and started hugging him. And then she had gone away for a while to go out for, I guess, the, you know, to get some um, some snacks or something. When she came back, the little boy came back, and she picked him up and put him in her lap right there again. And this was a Caucasian woman and an African-American little boy. And um, a boy named Isaiah and um, with his aunt, he was there with his aunt, and he saw a woman sitting near him, and she walked up to him, and he wanted to hang around, and she took him right up and just gave him a hug. It's the sweetest picture and story you ever want to see. So look up the lady who, um, the lady who was with the boy at the football game. The little boy cuddled, be friends and cuddles with a stranger at a football game. She took him up. I guess her mother's instinct kicked in, but. Um, he looked like he just was in heaven right there. Um, in her arms. And maybe that's what he needed. So some things are just too ugly to even, I'm not even going to, mm-mm. So, you know, some things are just, mm-mm. Let's see what else we have here before we get ready to go, because then we're going to go over to my website. Um, let's go grow with C. Maria over on Facebook. And I'm going to read some of the most popular posts there. And then we're going to be um, ending our program in a few moments while we've gone for a while now. Um, so we're going to go over there and see what our most popular posts were for the last week or so, and then I'm going to bid you all a wonderful, wonderful remainder of your Sunday and the rest of your week, and let you know that we'll be back here next week, same time, 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time, and our show will be all about Hope Dealers, that's H-O-P-E. Dealers, that's Hope Dealers. We'll be back there. For those of you in our show chat room, if you have a question or comment, now would be the time for you to press the number one on your phone. If not, uh, of course, we will see you back here again next week, 8 a.m. Eastern Time here in the U.S. of A. on Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio's Sunday mornings with me, C. Maria. And next week, our topic will be Hope Dealers. So some of our most popular posts from uh, last week. 
Oh, yeah, quite a few. So the top three. Um, I spoke about the fact that we need to learn who's gold and who's simply gold-plated. Um, you know, there's some people in our lives who are pure gold and those who just gold-plated. You see, some people like pretty wrappers. They entice us with, with the beauty of the packaging. Once they open up and let us see their true selves, it's like picking a piece of bad candy. So in other words, they're a pretty wrapper full of ugly waste, to make a long story short. So just be careful when you have those people who appear to be gold and then you discover that they're just gold-plated. Another one of our most popular posts was that, um, you know, it's better to be the one who smiled than the one who didn't smile back. Because it takes a lot for people to be so nasty and not just reciprocate. Um, Trust me, smiling makes things better. When I learned to use my smile, and I've done shows where I told you it took me years to learn how to smile because so many people were like, you never smile. I had nothing to smile about my opinion. Oh, my gosh, why do I want to smile? I have to be true to myself. I couldn't wear that mask. I was very unhappy. I was very depressed. I was at a very, very ugly place. But now, even now I know how to smile in the midst of the daily storms because it does make the day better. And it tends to make the day go a little bit quicker, in my opinion, as well. So you see, as long as I know that I made someone else's day with my smile, that made my day a little bit brighter and better, too. So as I said with last week's show, I had put up a video where there was a bird, a parakeet. He was in a cage with all his little fake parakeet friends, and then someone stuck an origami um, paper parakeet in with him, and he kind of aged over to it and kicked it over. And, you know, it was kind of like a lead-in for last week's show, um, all about the fake friends, family, coworkers, and others. Uh, we had such a great show last week that um, – it was very engaging. Uh, we had a lot of discussion about those fake people in our lives and what we need to do to combat them and pretty much get rid of them. So um, I shared that video last week to um, promote the program. But then just yesterday, well, when was it? Was it yesterday that I did this post that went viral? It was yesterday, 9.15, for my good morning post to everybody. Um, It was the Saturday morning motivation. I said just, I found a lovely piece, and it said, just in case you have not been told this today, good morning. Keep smiling again because you're amazing. I want each and every one of you, as I said yesterday, I want you to have that awesome, fantastic, outstanding day. That's what I want you to do. I want you to have that awesome, fantastic, outstanding day. Even if you don't want to, do it anyway. Do it anyway.
So with that said, we come to the end of another session here on Sunday mornings with me, C. Maria. And as always, I want to pray each and every one of you enough. I want to pray you enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. But I also want to pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I want to pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I want to pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door or coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Special shout out to my family over on um, Google Plus, the Relationship Recovery Family. We are still growing. Many of us have been there since the beginning, and each and every month we grow and we add new members to our family. We're still growing, so special shout out to my family over on Google Plus, the Relationship Recovery Family. Special shout out to the to the Focus Females over on Meetup. Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. It is a registered trademark. It stands for women, the sisterhood, the worldwide sisterhood, where we support, encourage, motivate, and enlighten and support one another throughout the world. That's focus. Find your focus. Get involved. Wow. My original group, Women of Wisdom and Worth. Wow is the name. They're over on Facebook now. I moved them from Meetup to Facebook um, when I had teamed up with someone who wasn't very honest and uh, was using our foundation, our nonprofit, for our own personal uh, gain in selling her cosmetics product. So we had let that program go, moved them over to um, Facebook, and now we have Focus Females over on uh, Meetup, and we have Focus as well over on Facebook, and of course, WOW is there as well. My professional group there is Let's Grow with C. Maria. If you look up Let's Grow with C. Maria, you can join my professional page over on Facebook there. Uh, again, our websites are thewallfoundationinc.org, thewallfoundationinc.org, www.cmariawall.com. Those are our main websites. Each of them has a contact form. So you can reach out to us there, and our number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. You can reach us there as well. If you need that listening ear, some advice or resources, reach out. We don't know that you're there if you don't reach out. If you're lost in that storm, we are here to become your beacon of light, to help you find your way back into the sunlight, hope healing and hopefully your happiness so until next time i'm c maria wall aka the mediating shero right here at our ground zero where we're not at rock bottom we're standing on solid ground so that we can get our footing together dig in deeply and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights so that we can soar with the eagles won't you continue to take this journey with me next week same time right here on the 
Healing Through Earth iTalk Radio Network for another session of Sunday Mornings with me, C. Maria. Until then, be well, be blessed. Thank you to all of our guests over here in our call query, those of you listening live throughout our various players on the Internet. Miss Pretty, thank you for joining me over in our show chat room. And those of you who will be listening to the replay who are some of our largest audience, thank you, thank you, thank you. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's Finally, I will see you here again next week. Thank you, everyone. Be well, be blessed, and continue to pay it and pray it forward. Today is a new day, another chance for us to make a difference, right or wrong, make a new plan, and forgive ourselves for whatever it is we have taken the blame for for far too long. I will see you soon. Be well. Thank you, and have a great, great, great remainder of your Sunday and beyond. Thank you.